Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's our pleasure to welcome to our show Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Good morning, doctor. How are you? I'm very good. Good morning to you. It is great to talk to you. Are you at your home in Washington Heights? I certainly am. Now, that is something I admire about you, is that all of your vast fame has not spoiled you too terribly much. No, because the apartment overlooks the Hudson, the George Washington Bridge, and I'm here for about um, 55 years. (laughs) That is so great, and it's great to hear your laugh. And I think that what makes you endearing to people, Dr. Ruth, is the fact that you could talk about a subject like sex. You could actually bring it up, get people to talk about it. And I know you've you've said that maybe the way people talk about it has changed over the years, but the the genesis of of what they want to know about or the problems that they have have kind of remained true, right? Absolutely. So some of the issues, that's why I did the book, uh, Stay or Go, some of the issues are certainly... Uh, you can uh, salvage them, uh, but some of the issues, even in today's world, um, there are, for example, boredom or jealousy or some of those uh, issues that happen among uh, couples are still exactly the same. And uh, we just have some new things added that uh, people, when they are on Facebook, talk about friendships. And I say friendships have to be earned. They have to be cultivated. So that's why I also did the book, Stay or Go, and about relationships, about real relationships. Right, and your book is brand new. It just came out two days ago. Let's talk about this one, Dr. Ruth. Love and lust aren't enough to make people compatible. That's true. You really have in today's world, life is complicated. And you have to have common interests. You also have to have this kind of respect for each other so that even if there are problems, you can can kind of help solve them. Uh, I'm very worried about these days so many people being lonely despite all of the uh, social media. And that's why I said, make sure that if you are in a relationship, that you cultivate a relationship, that you make the very best out of it. How do you feel about, uh, there, there have always been dating services, and some of them yeah. were, were very prehistoric, and now we have things like Tinder, Dr. Ruth. So so how I, do you see that as, as both good I, and bad? I think, Uh, Since I'm very concerned about people being lonely, I hear that very often these days about loneliness. I'm all for dating services if people use them intelligently. 
if they meet somebody uh, in a public place, in a lobby of a hotel or some public place, not in a secluded place. I'm, I'm all for it because I want people to be in relationships. Uh, but, but the people have to know the limitations. Now, Dr. Ruth, we see on the Internet all the time now that the future may include uh, robots as romantic partners. Uh, how do you, well, you laugh, <laughs> but do you, do you, will that happen, Dr. Ruth, do you think? That would be terrible. <laughs> let, let the robots do other things, like fixing our uh, streets or whatever they can do, but not relationships. I want a relationship to be between two people. <clears throat> Two men, two women, a man and a woman, whatever it is, but between people and not with robots. So robots I can't should be imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine that a robot can caress and kiss like a human being. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Dr. Ruth. I, I think the future is wide open, and, and we might all be surprised. But I think robots really should vacuum instead. I think you're right about about that one. But it seems to me that you did bring up that component, though, of loneliness. And if there could be something programmed to stave off loneliness, I, I think that that might be a selling point. Yeah, but because, the, the I mean, to meet some people... On the internet or even with a robot is fine. I just don't want them to have sex with a robot. Okay. All right. Well, we'll you know what? We're going to just uh, leave it at that. And you also say that we can judge the future of our relationships by looking where they've been to gauge where they will go in the future. How do we use that, that kind of information when we want to try to fool ourselves to believe that we should continue down a path that maybe is not good? Yeah, because the one important thing is to be realistic. And you can't expect the earth to shake every time that you have sex. But but you have to make sure that one of the things that has to happen is that you are uh, enjoying each other's company, that you like that you are together that there is something productive in the relationship and not destructive. That's why I'm after. But that's what, what I'm after. That's, and that's why I did the book, by saying sometimes you, even with good intentions, might not be able to save the relationship. You also write the book that uh, money can't buy you love, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't examine the costs of that love. Can you talk about that? Right. Yeah, well, you have to know what you can sacrifice and what you don't sacrifice. Uh, sometimes, you know, to sacrifice something for the sake of the relationship is perfectly all right and also necessary. But it does depend. It has to be both sides. You can't expect your partner to adjust to all of the whims all of what you need if you are not willing to be flexible. So, so one of the important aspects is really flexibility. Can you talk a little bit about the Me Too movement and the Time's yeah. Up movement? Because these are obviously contemporary right. issues. Look, right. What, what, I, what I'm very concerned about, 
I'm not talking about people who have been raped or any other uh, forceful uh, encounter. But I'm a little concerned, actually not a little, a lot. I still, I'm old-fashioned at a square. I still want the men to open the door for me. I want chivalry to remain. I want people to be able to talk at the water cooler, what they just heard on radio, without having to worry constantly about, um, are they saying something uh, socially uh, upsetting? So we have to have some communication issues. We have to talk to each other and, and make sure that people's relationship remain productive. Do you worry, Dr. Ruth, that uh, people will not be able to speak to each other, uh, men and women, anymore because they're so intimidated that what they might yes. bring up might be misconstrued? Absolutely. So I think we live in a, in a kind of a, a difficult time right now, but I'm such an optimist. You know, I believe it will pass. I believe it will pass because it would be too bad if we would have, uh, if, if, if men and women, or even two men or two women, would get so uptight about talking to each other uh, that they're going to keep quiet. I will see even more loneliness. I'm very worried about loneliness these days. Despite all of the uh, social media, despite all of the talk, uh, I'm, I'm worried about loneliness. So that's why I'm saying, look at your relationship. See if you can stay together, work at it, go to see a therapist if necessary. And if the relationship is not good, then say goodbye. And after a little while, find somebody else. Now, conversely, <laughs> Dr. Ruth, the, I, I guess the Internet has also opened up people to go back and find people on Facebook in, in the past that uh, maybe were their boyfriends or girlfriends. What do you think about that kind of behavior? Yeah, that's very true. And I think sometimes people might have separated because of circumstances. They moved away. So uh, if they can find each other and can find common ground to have a relationship, I'd be very happy. <laughs> I will say bravo to the social media, that, that they're doing some things that are productive. Dr. Ruth Westheimer, it was great to talk to you. You just sound so upbeat and positive, and it's great to have someone uh, so renowned as yourself on the show to talk about the book, Stay or Go. What a total pleasure for us to talk to you. Thank you so much. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye now. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.